Welcome to Rice and Shine, a show looking at life through the perspective of Asian Americans in the Pacific Northwest. I'm Lauren. I'm Ava. I'm Sophie. And I'm Grace. Today we are talking about the internet. The internet has grown a lot and shaped us as teenagers, as Asian Americans, and as society as a whole. We've seen the internet grow from such a small platform to being the world domination that it has become. The internet has its pros and cons, so today we will discuss them. We were born into the digital age. We're all teenagers. So what were your guys' first experiences with the internet, and how old were you about? Yeah, so I'm not sure if you guys know this, but I got my phone at a pretty young age because um, my mom moved away for three years to get her PhD in Chicago. So my dad got me my first phone so I can, like, FaceTime my mom. And I think that's when I sort of, like, discovered the internet and social media. Um, for me, uh, we had, or we had like this family laptop, so I only had access to YouTube, and I can't remember how old I was, but I mean, I was, I was probably pretty young, like I, I've had, or I've been watching YouTube for like, as long as I can remember, and yeah, I didn't get Instagram until like, I don't know, two years ago, so most of my, like, social media experiences just from uh, YouTube. Yeah, I think I've been pretty connected with the internet for all my life. Like, I remember me and my brother used to watch, like, PBS Kids on the computer in, like, elementary school, but I didn't get my first phone until fifth grade, but I didn't have cellular on it, and I wasn't allowed to bring it into school until, like, seventh grade. Ava, the PBS kids is such the a PBS That's That's why you're so smart, Ava, because you grew up watching <laughs> PBS kids. PBS kids, that's where it's at. On the note of our lovely PBS kids, there have been a lot of creators on the internet since it's such a widely used thing. Do you guys remember your favorite creators? So, like, YouTubers, favorite channel, like, for example, PBS kids, your favorite websites, whatever. Um, I remember going on to Webkins. Do you guys remember Webkins? Oh my gosh, yes. I, I So Webkins. Also, I watched a lot of Lore DIY. And once again, I think if there's anyone who's like mixed, who's white and Asian, Asian in the internet, I've like, I don't know, emotionally connected with them at least one point at, at least one point in my life. So, Laura DIY, she was one of my favorites. Well, her name was Lauren as well. First, her name is still Lauren. <laughs> her name's Lauren as well. And she was, she's also Japanese and white. So, just know that if you're a creator and you're Japanese and white mixed and you're like a big deal, I, we're besties now automatically. But <laughs> anyway, what channels, what websites were you guys on? I was mostly on YouTube. Um, I remember I was also on Musical.ly, but that was a dark time in my life, and we won't discuss that. But basically, I also watched Lore DIY on YouTube, and then I also watched, like, Alicia Marie and a couple of other, like, 
really big YouTubers. Um, and yeah, I guess I grew up watching them. But then also, I remember spending a lot of time like watching Taylor Swift music videos. And I spent a lot of time watching Zac Efron related content. So yeah, I was, <laughs> I was really into like, I don't know, celebrities. But yeah, I mostly watch YouTube. I Me too. Oh, yeah. oh, go ahead. Yeah. So, well, I've already mentioned PBS Kids, but I also watched, like, YouTube, but I didn't really have, like, a specific creator that I watched. I just watched whatever popped up on my timeline. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I didn't, I didn't follow, like, any uh, influencers on YouTube. I'm like, I was only on YouTube. So, like, kind of like Ava, I just saw what was interesting and clicked on it. But, like, one YouTuber I always watch was um, Michelle Fawn. Do you guys – do you – I don't know if it's just me, but I was obsessed I with her videos. Her. I love her so much. Yeah, she did, like, makeup and skincare content, and I would always watch it because her voice is just so relaxing. Like, I didn't do any of the makeup or anything. I just like to watch her. So, I still watch her videos now, too, because, like, she's so relaxing, and now she has her own brand, and it's, like, aesthetic and stuff. So, she's, like, the first creator I, like, followed. Well, not, like, followed, but, like, just kept up with. Yeah. Did you guys watch Rosanna Pancino, the baker? I remember. I, I, heard of her. I remember her, yeah. <laughs> I, I was so, like, I was such a follow of her, follower of her that one year for Christmas, I got her... Uh, why can I remember what it's called? But a recipe book of hers, and I still have it. <laughs> and I'll still make like the chocolate chip cookies from it. So, Rosanna Pancino, if you're listening, thank you for your cookbook. You're a real one. Um, on that lovely note of YouTube, we're still watching YouTube to this day. We're teenagers, we're on the internet, you know, the whole shebang. But your favorite creators now, do you think they are similar to the stuff you'd watch back then? How does it compare and contrast? Definitely not the same because I think I used to also watch like, I used to listen to popular music on um, YouTube, but now I've like kind of <laughs> classical. So now half like my YouTube stuff is just classical music, two set violin if anyone knows. Oh yeah. I don't even play violin, but like I, I, I get entertained by their videos. But yeah, so I think it's really changed a lot. Same with- oh yeah, go ahead. I feel like now a lot of the content I watch kind of has something to do with like my own niche or my own interests. Whereas like when we were younger, we would just watch like whatever popped up on the trending page. Um, as of now, my favorite creators, well, I have so many of them, but... I definitely am into more of like fashion and like interior design on YouTube. And then I don't know, on TikTok, I watch well more fashion and I don't know, I'm very different from like what I was or who I was back then. So I definitely think my favorite creators have changed um, and like my own interests have changed. But um, Lauren, you mentioned Lore DIY and then um Sophie, you mentioned Michelle Fan. I'm pretty sure that's how you pronounce it, but I still keep up with those creators because they have, like, podcasts and stuff, so I wouldn't say I'm, like, completely, like, disconnected from where I was before. 
Me too, because I, st- I already mentioned this, but I still watch, I don't know if it's Michelle Fawn or Michelle Fan. So I, I still watch her. I think her videos are really, like, aesthetically pleasing. But besides her, I don't really watch the same stuff because I don't even remember <laughs> what I watched. Now I just, like, I watch, like, music videos and stuff of, like, BTS. <laughs> I mean, I meant to say K-pop bands, but then I just accidentally said BTS. And st- but you get the point. But, like... For, like, entertainment, I watch... Do you guys know Curtis Connor and, like... Oh, no, they me those videos. Yeah, like, I just yeah. find them so funny. Yeah, Even though, it's like... I just have, like, a kind of broken sense of humor. So I laugh at everything. And I think their videos are really funny. Like, yeah. Drew Gooden. They kind of have the same type of video. And then, kind of, like... Because I watched Michelle's video for, like relaxation because i was like oh my gosh her voice is so nice so do you guys know saikuno (laughs) (laughs) i love him so much his voice is so relaxing and so i just like watch his gameplay videos and normally Mm -hmm. i'm not like i don't really normally watch like game videos but i love his voice (laughs) and he's like he has such a nice personality so i watch him to relax so that's kind of like the same as it was before and then most of the stuff I watch is just, like, kind of K-pop content. Like, there's this channel, Ellen and Brian, and they're married, and it's so cute. And they do, like... And they make dance videos. Yeah, My they do. Brother, it's so cute. I and then showed they bloopers. their channel, and then he recommended it to his music teacher. Who? My brother. I showed him Ellen and Brian, and then he went up to his music teacher, and he's like, oh, watch God. this. Oh, yeah, because I found them. And then I realized they got married, and then they post, like, bloopers, and they, like, they, like, don't get mad at each other when they mess up. It's so cute. So I like to watch them dance. It's really satisfying. And then, like, kind of, like, you know, compilations of, like, NCT 2020, that sort of thing. That's mostly what I watch nowadays. So, like, not really that similar, but, like, I can see similarities, which doesn't make sense. But doesn't have to, I guess. Most of my YouTube content now is, like, music-related. Like, I'll find, like, I don't know how this started, but i just find a song that I would like, and then I'd look up whatever song covers. And that way I, that way I was able to find a bunch of cool artists. Like, um, one I've been following for, like, a year-ish is Grant Perez. And he uh, j- he's just started creating his own music, and he's starting to get recognized. So it's really fun to be on that journey and to see your favorite creators grow also once again mr conan gray always circling back to that but um i watched his youtube videos and there was one where he talked about being mixed but um music content and then i also agree my sense of humor is very broken sophie like yesterday sophie was over at my house and we were watching youtube but we were masked six feet away the whole shebang and um outside too yeah don't worry guys don't yeah, worry. We take the precautions. But um, I showed her this clip from this YouTuber. His channel's called World of Extra. And this clip of him talking to his brother. And it was so funny to me. And I was just dying. And so he was like, Lauren, what is going on? Yeah, same. I saw this video. It was like things you didn't notice in 90s love dance practice. In this one part, they zoomed in on Mark's feet being crossed. And I... I couldn't stop laughing, and then I choked on an ice cube, and it was, like, it was a huge deal, and everybody was like, oh, are you are you okay? And I was like, it's just really funny, and they were like, it's not funny, <laughs> but it's funny to me. So that's, <laughs> I got a little off topic. 
Um, as I was saying, we've seen our favorite creators grow, and we've grown along with them, I, I could say. Is there any, like, certain creator or any type of content that you think has, like, made you as a person? Back to, like, the two-set violin, I feel like it's really inspiring to practice, you know? Um, I'm pretty much the same. <laughs> I don't think there's any creators that, like, really changed me. But, I mean, I always bring it back to Vernon. It's always about Vernon. It's always Vernon. I, like, I watch videos about, like, K-pop and stuff. And so I watch, like, 17 videos because that's the band he's in. And I just, I love Vernon. <laughs> so, like, um, I think mostly music has shaped me. But if we're, like, talking about just the internet in general, um, I think I was planning to talk about this a little later. And I'll think I'll elaborate on this later. But sometimes seeing, uh, like, creators who, like, I really envy it makes me feel insecure about myself so I think um part of like the way that the internet shaped me is it like kind of like gave me insecurities because you know everyone projects their best self on the internet and I'll probably elaborate on this later but um they only show their best self so it's unfair for me to like feel insecure that my life doesn't look like that but you know when you're when you're younger I think it's like less it's less obvious that that's not like how they're always going to be. So I think the internet kind of shaped me to be a little more insecure, <laughs> you know? Um, unlike Sophie, the internet hasn't really had like a negative effect on me. Um, I definitely agree with Sophie. Like whenever I see like um, content creators that I envy, like I want that life. I, like, try to use that as motivation. Um, and then another way the internet has sort of had a positive effect on me is that I am, like, discovering so many new, like, job things. Like, that doesn't Oh, yeah. Sense, I get what you mean. I get what you mean. Yeah. When I was younger, I really wanted to become a lawyer because I thought you had to lie and argue, which I was really good at. But, like, now that... I'm not grown up, but now that I'm, like, I guess 14 and I'm entering high school, um, now I know that there are so many other job, like, career paths I can choose. And I guess that's sort of, like, reassuring that I can go several different paths and I wouldn't have known any of that if it weren't for the internet. Yeah, Grace, I get you. Like, lately, I've been watching videos of people who have vlogged their experience as um, exchange students, um, whether it be in college or high school. And I think that's, like, opened my eyes to be like, oh, like, there's this opportunity, there's that opportunity, on and on and on. And I think with that, the internet has made things so much more accessible, like we were saying, like, how it's opened our eyes for the good and for the bad. Um, but also how the internet has made the world more accessible with, like, money. I saw this video the other day on how there's the death of tangible currency, on how there's this rise of um, credit debit, the online paying, and how at many um, retailers, restaurants, whatever, they're not allowing you to pay with cash, they're only allowing you to pay with card. And I thought that was really interesting and how the internet has brought about this 
I think also since we're in a pandemic that they want to reduce germs and whatnot. But the internet has definitely shaped our society. What is one way you guys have seen that impact? Um, I think it kind of changed the world for better and worse. Like, it's easy to get sucked into social media and people are like, um, older people are always complaining like, oh, you youngsters, you're always on your phone, that sort of thing. But at the same time, everything is kind of moving over to um, like the internet. My Chinese teacher told everyone that like in China, you can't really pay with like cash or card because they all use this app. Um, so she went back to China and she couldn't like get anything because you have to have this app instead. And I kind of get confused by technology sometimes, even though I'm younger. But I mean, it's going to be hard to adapt to that. But I also think that that'll um, stop like the spreading of germs maybe. So I think that is pretty beneficial. And, like, nowadays, especially in the pandemic, right, like, it's a lot easier to, um, like, keep in contact with your friends and family, especially since in-person contact is so limited, you know? So, like, once you learn how to set boundaries for yourself and how to avoid the more toxic aspects of social media, I think the pros outweigh the cons. Like, you can connect with people and you can stay connected with those people and you can also like follow creators that you like so i do think the pros outweigh the cons in this case but you think there's like you have to learn how to um like set boundaries for yourself like i said so that you can keep yourself safe and happy yeah i mean i guess what i'm about to mention isn't really a good example but I was on TikTok and there was this lady and she was showing um, TikTok her house and like, oh, my um, husband, he is abusive and he destroyed all this. She was crying and she basically asked for help. And then a couple days later, she received over $100,000 in donations because her TikTok had gotten over 30 million views. And it was later discovered that she was not actually in that situation and it was sort of a scam and you know there's no way to return all of that money so uh she was able to get away with it right um, i saw that it yeah. made me so upset to see that like taking advantage of people like that i guess it's not really a good example because there are so 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 many people in those kind of situations who get help from people on tiktok all the time and i think it's really beautiful to see somebody um vulnerable on the internet saying i need help and people helping them and i guess obviously like the thing with cash and people not really using that anymore and people using like phone apps well like those people were able to get help because of the phone apps, because you're, like, able to send money through, like, Venmo, PayPal, etc. And I guess the lady I just mentioned, again, like I said a million times, is not a good example, but if she was really in need, then it would have been amazing to see, like, what she could have done with that money to get out of that situation. So I guess it's not really all that bad, but, you know, you really never know. I think that the internet has made it um, way easier to connect with people, like, digitally, because especially as Sophie and Grace were saying, how COVID has made it difficult for people to 
connect in person, it's been definitely better for allowing people to still be able to keep up with everyone without having to like put yourself at risk. So I think it's definitely good in that way. Yeah, I think that's definitely a pro of the internet and how easily you can access other people and make new friends. Have you guys made any new friends either bonding over a creator, over a website, or just meeting an online friend? I have a great example, (laughs) and I've talked about this, like, so many times. Well, not really, only, like, once, but, um, like, back in the summer, uh, Camly reached out to me over Snapchat, and I was actually planning to, like, reach out to her because I didn't talk to her in a while and like since we have social media I was like okay I'll just like reach out to people I want to check in on and um we started like or she started sending me videos and we started like talking and stuff but um at first I was like I I don't know I was kind of shy so I only sent like pictures with texts but she was like such a comfortable person to talk to and she somehow got me to break out of my shell and then I like started sending videos back and forth with her and yeah, I became super comfortable with her because of, like, Snapchat. Like, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it, but, like, since we sent videos to each other, it's like, oh, I'm, like, it's, like, more connecting, I think, than just um, texting, maybe. And, like, I don't know. I just got super comfortable with her, and I know she doesn't judge me, so, like, I feel like I can just be crazy and not be embarrassed about it. And so we connected over social media, and then like when we hung out in person, obviously safely, guys, <laughs> don't worry. But um, it's like we've already hung out together in person like so many times, even though we hadn't. But I think social media is really good at connecting people, like everyone's saying. And like, I'm, um, to be honest, like Snapchat is kind of useless, but I'm still really glad I got it because like Camly now is one of my best friends, right? And I wouldn't have been able to build that connection if we hadn't like, connected over social media because like it's it's easier to uh stay in contact with people that way and then when lauren forced me to make the foreign swaggers chat that too also was a great example because you we make made it one. sound like i was like threatening you you Guys, were i was <laughs> not i was like hey will you make this and then you didn't and i was like sophie can you please and you're like you were Fine. like you have to make this and i was like okay <laughs> yeah for my social life man do it for my social life basically but yeah i did make it guys i made it and ever since then we've been really close and we text over like regular texts and over Instagram and we like send each other posts of like our favorite bands and stuff so I think that's what social media is like I think that's the most useful part of it yeah for sure like I have a couple really great examples of this but if I were to just name a few well first of all I move around a lot it's no surprise I've never stayed in the same house for more than two years um so i definitely have to use social media to uh contact people and just to keep in touch with people um but like recently well i guess it wasn't recent i think it was like two years ago uh, my friend galila hi galila um she has a cousin named lydia hi lydia and um lydia and i first met because well similar to sophie and Camille. Um, Lydia was into BTS and I was like just getting into them so 
I was really able to bond with her and we didn't even meet like we had been texting for months and months and months and we finally met at Galila's birthday party which was super fun by the way shout out to Galila and I just remember like thinking wow I'm so grateful for the internet because through this like social media platform I was able to you know meet so many great people and Lydia you're one of them like now Lydia and Galila are some of my best friends and I wouldn't have you know been able to connect with them that much and that like on that deep of a level if it weren't for you know social media and then also I actually have a great example right here hi Sophie um, I guess, I guess I met Sophie, um, during the school year, but we didn't have, like, any classes together, so it was kind of hard for us to, like, um, I don't know, deepen our friendship through school, so when quarantine happened, we started texting a lot, and honestly, I've had super dumb conversations with her and super, super deep and meaningful meaningful conversations with her. So, like, I think Sophie is another great example of someone I was able to connect with, and I'm just so grateful for that because it's really, it's. I think it's a lot easier to be vulnerable over text, and honestly, Sophie, I love you so much, and you guys too, like, I'm so glad that through social media, like, I've been able to create so many friendships. Yeah, I was going to mention that. Aw. <laughs> I'm just thinking about it because we started texting a lot. And then when we got to see each other in person, it was like we'd already been in person this whole time. I don't know if that makes sense. On a different note, um, I've made quite a few, like, online friends definitely being, like, also safe and not sharing personal details but like I've connected with a lot of other artists through Instagram who share my similar um, interests in art because I feel like I don't have many friends like in person uh, in real life who are very into art so I think it's been a great way for me to connect with other people who share similar interests and we can like sometimes like bond over common like frustrations with art or like yeah so that's my take on that. You know, I'm not that much of a social person, but once I tried, okay, so there was this, like, drama coming out with these um, K-pop people in it, and so I DM'd this fan account, and I was texting Sophie and Camille, and I was like, okay, does it, like, does this sound okay to send? Like, I don't want to be too, like, whatever, and I sent it, and they ghosted me. Oh, yeah, they read the message. Trying to forge a friendship (laughs) while also trying to get information but they go i remember that you were like hey could you like tell me no i'll literally read it to you i'm still so mad about that and then they hey fan account owner if you're listening to this fan account owner we don't like you (laughs) you have 24 hours to respond (laughs) (laughs) okay so here's what i said hi with the exclamation mark i made this sound very friendly Hi, I was wondering if you knew by the Super M dramas will be released. I asked my friends, <laughs> but they don't know. Ha ha. Nothing. <laughs> I sent this on September 17th at 4.12 p.m. Nothing. Nothing. It's um, on site. But um, on a very <laughs> different note, um, the internet is definitely... <laughs> I know, a very quick turnaround. 
But um, the internet has definitely made it easier for my family to connect with um, our extended family in Japan. Like my dad, he will email his cousin. And even though they don't speak the same language, they can use Google Translate or whatever, even though that gets it wrong majority <laughs> of the time. But they can use a translator app to connect. So I think that's definitely been a helpful thing for um, families who do have ties outside of the U.S. and outside of just their close location. Yeah, exactly. Um, I just thought of some. So my friend Rachel, you know, Sophie, you know her. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. Was here in fifth grade and we were pretty close until I think sixth grade when she moved away. So I've kept in contact with her by email. I actually just like sent her an email earlier today. But yeah, I think it's a really great way to connect with people who have moved away and you can't really have access so yeah oh yeah I'm pretty sad about that because I changed my email since then (laughs) and now I feel bad but you know yeah I feel like another great example is us for like we started this show over quarantine and we have facetimed a ton we've texted a ton and like even us for like even though we've been the app since last year I feel like we've, like, gotten closer because of social media and texting and whatnot, because I feel like last year we didn't have that many classes together, we didn't really hang out, but over quarantine, like, we've gotten so close. Okay, I'm about to expose y'all, but when we first started the podcast, I, like, text them stuff, and they'd ghost me, so I had to send them this Instagram post of it, and it was this meme, and it was, like, when you enter POV, you enter the group chat, and that's all these people walking backwards, and I sent it to them, and then they finally started responding to me, so. Actually, I responded before that, Lauren, because you would call me, and you'd be like, respond to my message. Yes, because Eva and Grace (laughs) (laughs) wanted So... Um. (laughs) <laughs> the use of memes, always helpful. Sometimes, you guys, you just need to call people out, and things will change for you. Always be straight up with your responses. Okay. On that lovely note, the internet has such an impact on our lives. Do you guys think that is for better or for worse? For me personally, I'm not sure. I can't say whether the internet has been a better impact on the world or, you know, not a very good impact. But on me personally, I think it's been a great impact. And I think it's because I I choose to have um, a very, like, forgiving mindset. Like, when I'm on the internet, I make sure, like, I'm not comparing myself to other people And I try to be as positive as possible because I know what it's like um, when social media has a bad toll on your mental health. So with that being said, I think personally, the internet has been a good thing. I've seen so many beautiful relationships blossom through the internet. And I personally uh, want to mention BTS. I know we mention them in every single episode, but My life honestly changed when I started getting into them because I started making even more friends and honestly better friends. And to be honest, I would have never discovered them without the internet. And I think that's the reason why they're super popular is because of the internet and people like them who spread a good message to millions and millions of people. We're talking like hundreds of millions of people. I think the internet is a good thing in that case, but you know, there are so many examples of 
you know, people misusing the internet. So I think it's really subjective, but in my opinion, I think the internet has been a good thing in my life. Yeah, same. I think it's been pretty positive experiences. I just know that I feel like social media and the internet has distracted me a lot. And like, I feel like it's been sort of a waste of time. And I mean, it's been great, but I feel like I could be way more productive without the distractions of social media. But then again, there's the positives where I've connected with people and it's been great. So yeah, there's really a whole spectrum. Um, For me personally, like everyone said, it's definitely been a mixed bag. Um, I think the internet has really helped me because, like I've said, it helps me feel in touch with my um, cultural identity as a mixed person. Um, Also, just getting in touch with Japanese media, I think, is really cool and something that you wouldn't really have unless the internet was around. Like, I've started watching more Japanese dramas, and that's helped me. Like, with the advice of Grace, it's helped me expand my vocabulary and use more slang and whatnot. Even though my Japanese is so limited, it's helped me feel in contact with it. Um, also, like, I don't know, with the internet, it's definitely, like everyone was saying previously, um, there is, everyone's putting their best face on it, the internet, and it's important not to compare yourself. And I think that's always important to keep in mind. And rather than, like, that's why I try to distance myself from, like, the Kardashians and whatever, honestly. And that's why I follow more, like, body positive or body neutral creators, because they make me feel normal. You know, when I would follow, like, the Kardashians, these supermodels, and feel like my body type isn't acceptable. And so I think it's just finding that right media outlet for yourself and just keying into that. Exactly. Like, I was about to say the exact same thing, except I think I'll elaborate more a little bit into, like, my personal experiences. So, I mean, I talked about this earlier, I think, but even though now social media is, like, it's a positive place for me, it wasn't always like that. And um, not many people know this except, like, my close friends, but I struggled a lot with my mental health, and I still do, and when I was, like, thinking about this, I debated if I should talk about this, like, mental health, or if I should be embarrassed about talking about my mental health, but, like, honestly, I'm not. Like, mental health has a huge stigma around it, and I want to work on breaking that down, and, like, mental health is something that should be discussed more, in my opinion, and so I'm going to push past my discomfort because, like, I want people to know that like mental health is okay everyone deals with that and it's okay like it's okay to not be okay and it's okay to need help and so I kind of want to advocate for that if that makes sense and I plan on doing a solo episode in the future just talking about my mental health journey because I have like a pretty complex story I'd say but to simplify it a bit I became like really insecure seeing well, this is just one part, but I became really insecure seeing, like, such beautiful and seemingly perfect people on social media, and though my mental health struggles didn't just come from social media, I'd say social media played a huge part in it, and, like, my self-image was just completely destroyed when I saw these beautiful people with beautiful faces, hair, and bodies, and everything, and I was like, why can't I look like that? Like, why... Why can't I 
look that way? Why can't I live that lifestyle that I want to live? And like, now I realize that nobody's really perfect. People are only showing their best selves, like everyone's human, but that's like a huge problem in social media, which causes a lot of pain. But now that I've learned how to like distance myself from that and like, kind of like what Grace said, but like, I just, I like to, you know, connect with like, BTS in a way, like, I mean, not like, that doesn't make any sense, but like, my favorite bands and stuff, like, honestly, when I like, started getting into BTS, my life kind of changed, like, the messages that they were sending just meant so much to me, and like, being able to see them on social media, and like, see the stuff they're putting out, it like, that just kind of outweighs the cons for me because like I don't know like I've struggled a lot but now I've just like I've set boundaries you know and I've learned how to use social media to like only benefit me I don't compare myself and I just like it's just it's really positive for me now and I wish like I wish it could be that way for everyone but like you know that's a pretty big problem yeah I agree and I hope that when you're listening to our podcast, when you're looking at our social media, that you're able to find peace within that. And I hope that our message of identity, of, you know, not comparing yourself is getting through to whoever may be listening. Because I think no matter where you are, who you are, like, you matter. And with that, that was our thoughts on the internet, the digital age, and how it has shaped us in society. Thanks so much for listening, and we'll see you next time.